Welcome to the nationally syndicated In the Oil Patch radio show with Kim Bellotto, broadcasting from the Port of Corpus Christi studios. Get more on the Port of Corpus Christi at portofcc.com. In the Oil Patch radio show will give you an inside look at the oil, gas, and energy industry and how it affects you from industry experts and government officials right here on the In the Oil Patch radio show. And now it's time for me to welcome on my guest, Dr. Nathan Ashcraft, who is the Chief Technology Officer for Transform Materials. Dr. Ashcraft, welcome to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. Thanks, Kim. Pleasure to be here. I look forward to the discussion today. Well, I was excited because I received a press release uh, from Transform Materials uh, recognizing that you guys had uh, come into a partnership with Danka, which is a very large uh, chemical company in Japan. And I want to talk about that a little bit later on in the show. But I want to begin by introducing my audience to you and the company. So in 2014, you headed up research and development for Transform Materials, which is a sustainable chemical company that uses microwave plasma technology to convert hydrocarbons and natural gas into acetylene and hydrogen. So, Dr. Ashcraft, you also have a PhD in chemical engineering for the Massachusetts Institute of Technology and a BS in chemical engineering from the University of Missouri in Columbia. Seven years later, after coming on board in 2014, you assembled a group of scientists and engineers who were tasked for delivering a scalable technology platform that would reshape how industries methane is transformed into a useful, valuable chemical and specifically groundbreaking technology that uses microwave generated plasma to energize natural gas in the form of acetylene and hydrogen without any CO2 emissions. That's big. So let's break that down a little bit. Yeah. Why is it such an important process when we think and talk about climate change and the world's path to decarbonization and our low and lowering our carbon footprint globally? Yeah, thanks for, for all the introduction, Kim. Um, yeah, so we started the company with the idea of could we do something you know, useful with hydrocarbons um, and in fact use them as a precursor for making uh, important products that we use kind of every day, rather than how hydrocarbons like natural gas are traditionally used, which is you know burning them for their heat value. So, you know, residentially, industrially, commercially, uh, most hydrocarbons are again burned to get their you know heat and energy out of them, and in that process, they you know, are turned into uh, carbon dioxide, uh, which again, in most all cases, uh, is ultimately emitted to the atmosphere. Again, so our idea was, can we, instead of burning hydrocarbons, uh, you know, use them as a, a useful tool for chemistry? And in particular, we wanted to come up with an approach um, that was as, you know, carbon responsible as possible. And so we're looking at processes that are driven by uh, electricity as the input uh, rather than any other sort of heat source um, so that we're not relying indirectly even on you know burning uh, of hydrocarbons to power the process. So that's really how we got you know started with the idea. Um, we looked at a, a variety of different kind of electrified chemistry approaches and ultimately landed on microwaves as the input energy 
uh, to do the sustainable chemistry that we're after. Can you help me to understand a little bit more our listeners? So I know that the process and the announcement you guys made that we're going to get into it in a little bit is really on an industrial scale. But to give the listeners an understanding as well, you know, when we talk about this technology and how it has applications that, that are useful uh, and, and, and the announcement you made was specifically for batteries, which we're going to drill down into that a little bit later. But the importance of it to me is that when we look at uh, natural gas, um, it is a, a great fuel source, but it does have these other negative qualities, if you will, when you burn it, like you said, it releases a CO2, which has been addressed as having an increase in releasing emissions, harmful emissions into the air continuing to further climate change. So batteries that we use every day, rather it's the little nickel batteries that are in our cell phones and in our uh, watches, as well as batteries for our electric vehicle. All of these things kind of come into play too when we look at how this technology is going to really benefit that as well. Um, can you talk to me a little bit about that in that area so so we can understand how it's going to kind of incorporate into our daily lives the importance of what you guys have done in this groundbreaking technology? Yeah, it's a, a good question because, you know, one of the, the aspects of our process, which um, folks are less familiar with, is uh, the output that we make um, is acetylene. Um, so most of the carbon that comes into our process uh, comes out as a settling gas. Uh, we'll, I presume, talk a little bit more about the, the technology, um, but acetylene is used in a, a variety of applications. Um, it's commonly used as a you know, metalworking tool for um, you know, cutting and welding of, of metals uh, because it burns so hot, uh, but it's also used in a variety of uh, industrial process for making chemicals, plastics, uh, and other materials. Uh, one of those um, materials is called acetylene black. Uh, it's when acetylene is um, turned into um, a very conductive uh, carbon particulate. And that acetylene black is commonly used in the electrodes in lithium ion batteries, um, which are you know, ubiquitous now um, you know, in our electronics, uh, automobiles, um, and, and just a variety of applications. And so, you know, for us, it's a really, it really ties into the, the you know, whole story that we're wanting uh, to be a part of is to make these materials more sustainable. Um, an alternative approach, you know, for making acetylene, uh, in fact, the, the way that's produced in the greatest volumes in the world uh, is actually uh, a coal-derived process. And so when we're able to displace a very carbon intensive, uh, dirty process, uh, again, starting with coal to make acetylene, to ultimately make the acetylene black that goes into batteries uh, with a process that can be, um, you know, much, much cleaner. Um, and so again, we can take hydrocarbons like natural gas, uh, and we'll talk about other sources of hydrocarbons that we can use. Uh, we pair that up with um, as clean of electricity as possible, and then we produce acetylene, um, again, at a substantially reduced carbon intensity um, as compared to other processes. And the other product, if you will, coming out of our process is hydrogen. So all the carbon comes out as acetylene, 
and then based on you know, what heart hydrocarbon you're starting with, you'll get um, two to three times uh, the number of molecules of hydrogen gas um, at high purity also coming out of our process. And you know, I assume we'll have the opportunity to talk about uh, the hydrogen aspect of our story uh, as well. How long has this technology been around? Because I, I noticed you joined in 2014 um, and the announcement um, with your partner, um, Danco, has been recent. So it's, it's, it's a short window of time. Um, this groundbreaking technology, how, how groundbreaking new is it? Did, a year ago, six months ago? How long has it been out of testing and actually showing that this is a solution? Yeah, so we've been working on this, um, you know, through the duration of Transform back to when it was incorporated in 2014. Uh, you know, we had in some ways a fairly traditional kind of technology scale up uh, uh, process play out of, you know, iterate a bunch at a small scale, um, get to something that you know, made sense to scale up to a prototype, um, up to a then a pilot plant, and then ultimately a commercial scale reactor. Um, so we had our pilot plant and commercial scale reactor um, commissioned in 2020 and 2021 um, here at our facility in Florida. And really based on the performance of, of both of those systems, um, again, our pilot plant and our uh, kind of prototype commercial scale reactor, uh, the results of those were enough to uh, start generating you know, actual customer uh, interest uh, to a point of getting contracts signed. Um, and as you've noted, uh, Denka in Japan is our, our first uh, commercial partner that we'll be commercializing the technology with. Perfect. So yeah, let's get into the announcement. Transform Material recently announced a joint research and development and facility installation agreement with Danka. And that is a Japanese chemical giant that manufactures, among other things, the acetylene black, which you mentioned earlier, which is a component of the ion uh, lithium ion battery. I want to get into that, but we're going to have to take a quick break. So when we get back, I'm going to drill down into what does this mean for you guys? And of course, what does this mean for us all? But we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to in the Old Patch Radio Show. We'll be right back. Any business can benefit from advertising to the oil and gas industry, but it's really important to partner with a marketing company that has a proven track record with this growing industry. Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine is the one-stop shop that'll keep you in front of the customers that you need to grow your business. So let's start growing your business in Texas. Email us, info at shalemag.com. Again, that's info at shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G, dot com. Or you can call us. 210-240-7188. Again, that's 210-240-7188. Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine provides services like print advertising and digital marketing. Our digital advertising services include website, email, radio, video, and social media. Shale also provides specialized web services from website management to search engine optimization and social media management. Visit our website, shalemag.com. Once again, that's shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G.com to learn more. Shale is your one-stop shop for growing your business. Pick up the phone today and call 210-240-7188. Again, 210-240-7188. 
Remember this name, Oilfield Experts, to locate any part, any time for your automotive or oilfield equipment needs. Oilfield Experts' specialty is those hard-to-find oilfield parts for your fleet maintenance needs, and we've been providing those parts and accessories to keep your tools turning since 1965. From the auto repair shop to the pump jack, call us for the right part right now. Write down this number, Oilfield Experts, 210-471-1923. Again, that's 210-471-1923, and visit us on the web at theoilfieldexperts.com. Farmers and ranchers are the hardest working people on earth and deserve a side-by-side vehicle that works just as hard. That's why Yamaha makes the Viking an all-new Viking 6, the world's first true three- and six-person UTVs assembled in America. Ranked number one in drivetrain durability, Viking outworks and outclasses the competition in features, comfort, and off-road capability. For more, visit YamahaViking.com. Most dependable claim based on a 2013 Yamaha Source side-by-side owner study. And we're back. You're listening to In the Old Patch Radio Show. My guest today is Dr. Nathan Ashcraft, who is the Chief Technology Officer for Transform Materials. Dr. Ashcraft, before the break, thank you for explaining to us the technology that you guys have been working on for years. And you and a team of other scientists and engineers have come up now with a rock-solid, groundbreaking technology, so much to the point where you guys announced that you have a joint research and development and facility installation agreement with Danka, which is a Japanese chemical giant that manufactures, among other things, acetylene black, which is a component of the lithium ion battery. Let's start with global demand for these batteries. Of course, we're all familiar with there seems to be a large problem with demand, keeping up with it. There are some rare critical minerals that are needed for developing batteries. And the use of them is all driven by climate change through electrification of mobile and broader energy transitions. So um, we're all very familiar with the path of all of us must get in an electric vehicle and they use these specific batteries that we don't have enough critical minerals to produce them on this massive scale in which all these world governments want everyone to go to. Tell me about the agreement first. What does that look like in the way of being able to get, this is your first big contract, but what does that look like? What will you be working with, with Danka? Yeah. So as you mentioned, uh, Danka is a a global leader in um, uh, several uh, chemicals and industries. What's of particular interest to us is their acetylene and acetylene derived products. Uh, they're a leader in uh, actually two acetylene-derived products, acetylene black, uh, which is the uh, material that goes into uh, lithium battery electrodes, uh, also in uh, chloroprene rubber, uh, which is uh, most commonly known by the uh, you know, trade name of neoprene. Um, so that's another material that's um, you know, produced with uh, by acetylene um, and for both of these processes, um, but you know, I think more focused on the the batteries, right? There's this great attention on you know, electrifying um, because as we electrify with a cleaner and cleaner grid, uh, we can drive down you know CO2 emissions. But you know, it, it really makes sense to be you know doing this you know overall energy transition. Um, in a, a clean and sustainable manner. 
And I think uh, our partners, Denka, realize that, that you know, these materials that they're producing, ultimately acetylene black, um, are derived uh, currently uh, from coal. And that's the, the process of coal to acetylene to acetylene black they've been doing for around 100 years. Um, and I think as they're looking you know, not only to their own uh, you know, CO2 goals and, and initiatives, but again, fitting in with the overall energy transition, it really makes sense to, to produce these, uh, the, you know, the components and the chemicals that are going into the energy transition in a, a sustainable way as possible. And that really becomes a, a perfect fit for us uh, who are bringing a, a very clean and sustainable process for producing uh, acetylene and hydrogen uh, to market. And so with Denka, uh, we'll, again, we have this uh, agreement in place that will allow us to uh, work with them at um, uh, a couple of their acetylene production sites. Um, first with a um, smaller plant uh, to get familiar with the technology and implement, and then with a longer term view to, you know, potentially a full replacement of their uh, process, uh, their uh, current process uh, to transform uh, technology. And um, yeah, we had the opportunity to, to get to know um, quite a few people at Denka, um, including, you know, some of their senior leadership and uh, their their CEO you know acknowledged this would be one of the most you know, significant transformations in their business uh, again because they've been doing this chemistry the same way for over a hundred years um, but realize that uh, again uh, you know we, they need to change they need to come up with um, these important products um, but um, in a much more sustainable way uh, with much less carbon you know intensity. Um, again, for the metrics that they've set out to and, and to support the metrics that their partners ultimately um, are wanting for these products. Well, when I think about it, you know, the shortage of these lithium ion batteries that they're skyrocketing, but we, we mentioned electric vehicles and the electrification process on that, but you're all, it's also addressing energy storage, which is also another problem mm -hmm. we have solar panels so even if we have our green people listening to the show which they do um it's also we have to look at solar panels as well and so this is i think we're looking at a, an array of different areas that that this technology is going to be able to enhance on all those different areas but i'm still a little confused in the way of how this relationship with uh, Danco and you guys, you're going to be replacing their technology, correct? Yeah. So their their plan is to be, you know, transitioning from their their current coal based process, uh, you know, uh, to a, a cleaner process enabled by Transform. Are there any other countries or companies that are util utilizing similar technology as what you have developed? Uh, fortunately, no, not in the acetylene space. Um, I thought I heard you say fortunately. I'm glad I agree with you on that. Uh, for us, right? Uh, it's yeah. been, uh, uh, yeah. But this should then grow extremely quickly when everyone finds out that you have the solution to transfer. Let's take a quick break. You're listening to a Noel Pet Radio Show. We'll be right back. 
In the oil and gas industries, you don't just need a workers' comp provider. You need a workers' comp provider who understands your business. That's Texas Mutual Insurance Company. At Texas Mutual, they've created the Texas Oil and Gas Association Safety Group exclusively for businesses involved with exploration and production. That means you'll have access to information and safety resources that fit the way you work. But the advantages don't stop there. As a safety group member, you'll receive a premium discount on your workers' comp. Plus, you can qualify for double dividends. You heard that right. Members can earn an additional dividend on top of the one you receive as a policyholder. It's all part of Texas Mutual's commitment to working as a partner with the businesses that keep our state running. Texas Mutual and the Texas Oil and Gas Association, two great organizations that are even better together. To see if you qualify to become a safety group member, go to texasmutual.com TXOGA. Attention small and medium-sized business owners. Are you feeling overwhelmed with back office tasks like payroll, workers' compensation, federal regulations, safety laws, employment standards, and benefits? Don't worry. Unique HR has your back. For over 30 years, our team of qualified professionals has been providing people-centered solutions to help businesses like yours navigate the heavy burden of running a business and managing their workforce. We're the PEO with a pulse, and we are just a phone call away. Call us today at 361-852-6392. Unique HR, the partner you can trust. And we're back. You're listening to in the Oil Patch Radio Show. My guest today is Dr. Ashcraft, who is the Chief Technology Officer for Transform Materials. Dr. Ashcraft, right this, before the break, we were discussing the announcement that you guys have come into a formal partnership with a company, Denka, who's a Japanese chemical giant that manufactures, among other things, acetylene black, which is a component of the lithium battery a vital, vital part of our transition into energy or the energy evolution transition, if you will. Uh, Specifically, when we're talking about addressing EV demand, electric vehicles, energy storage, and even solar panels. So I want to get back on that topic because we know that this is y'all's first. You're developing technology. It's groundbreaking. There is no one else uh, on the planet doing this, and yet it's going to address climate change issues and course, the lack of the stuff that we need to make this energy transition and lower our carbon footprint. Well, first of all, the announcement that they announced was that Danka has granted your company 3.3 billion yens to accelerate the development and mass production of this technology and for low carbon acetylene. What does that look like? How are you going to scale? What, what, how will this process start? Yeah, so an interesting kind of aspect of our technology is um, that we're using microwaves as the input power. Um, and to date, the kind of single largest uh, size of an industrial microwave generator. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, we have uh, one of those systems here at our Florida facility um, that we've been operating for the last uh, two plus years. So we've actually been operating a single commercial scale reactor and doing some kind of final development um, at that scale. Uh, to go to even larger throughputs, uh, like we'll be doing with Denka, uh, for the reactor section of the plant, we simply put more reactors in parallel. And so some of our engineering uh, design work over the last year has been looking at what's the most efficient, uh, cost-effective way uh, to put these, you know, modular units uh, together. And so our Denka relationship will start 
uh, kind of with a a more modest scale, um, you know, of, of reactors in parallel, uh, kind of proving out some of the engineering approaches that we've taken to uh, number up or, or parallelize uh, the reactors. And then once that concept is proven out, you know, we would go to something that's, you know, an order of magnitude or, or even larger um, as a full-scale replacement for their current uh, coal-based assembling process. What kind of time frame do you see that happening? Yeah, so the announced agreement runs, you know, through 2028. And so that's really the, the goal is to get, you know, the, those two steps, um, you know, as far along as we can uh, in that time frame. So that kind of uh, intro, intro sized uh, plant and then on to the larger full replacement. Um, so that, that's the hope um, uh, as far as the, the roadmap with Denka. Have you had any other interest in other areas of the world or in the United States? Yeah, we have. We've had uh, quite a broad interest. Uh, you know, when we look at the technology, we really see it kind of fitting in in, in two ways. Um, and so one is uh, like our, our friends and partners at Denka is they have um, you know, a current process where they either make their settling themselves and use it or they buy a settling and use it. Um, and they want to decarbonize that process. Um, a lot of our partners too are excited about the clean hydrogen that comes off our plant too. Um, and so that's a, a large bucket of, of partners fit into to that um, where they're making uh, specialty chemicals like you know, butane diol, for example, um, acrylates that go into a lot of products like paints um, or even polyvinyl chloride. So PVC, which is you know, in PVC pipe and other construction materials. Um, so we had interest really across um, kind of the gamut of acetylene uses, um, and that's both you know uh, domestic and uh, international. The other area that we're getting interest is uh, from groups that have uh, some sort of waste hydrocarbon, either now or they anticipate having um, that they don't have a good use for. Uh, our process is incredibly flexible that as long as it's a gaseous hydrocarbon, uh, we could feed it into our process and get clean acetylene and hydrogen out. And so that's kind of that second bucket of companies that are looking to uh, decarbonize their processes. Uh, what do they do with these waste hydrocarbons besides burning them? Dr. Ashcraft, let's take a quick break. When we turn, I want to get back on this topic, but I'm on a hard break. You're listening to a new Patch Radio Show, and we'll be right back. Any business can benefit from advertising to the oil and gas industry, but it's really important to partner with a marketing company that has a proven track record with this growing industry. Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine is the one-stop shop that'll keep you in front of the customers that you need to grow your business. So let's start growing your business in Texas. Email us, info at shalemag.com. Again, that's info at shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G, dot com. Or you can call us. 210-240-7188. Again, that's 210-240-7188. And we're back. You're listening to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. My guest today is Dr. Nathan Ashcraft, who is the Chief Technology Officer for Transform Materials. Dr. Ashcraft, before the break, we covered the announcement with Danka. Let's switch gears and talk about hydrogen as well. We've spent a lot of time on acetylene black. Can you talk to me a little bit about hydrogen is 
very big. I think it's a very confusing topic unless you're in the energy industry. But even with that, hydrogen has all these different colors and they have different applications. But hydrogen as a whole, it's huge. Our, our government is getting involved in hydrogen. We see a lot of movement in hydrogen in the energy space. Can you talk to me about what Transform Materials is doing in helping push along our hydrogen path forward? Yeah, there's obviously a lot going on with hydrogen, so I'll, I'll try to be concise. Um, almost all hydrogen currently is produced by uh, uh, conversion of hydrocarbons like natural gas. Uh, so that's commonly referred to as steam methane reforming, where natural gas goes in, uh, you get hydrogen, and ultimately you know, CO and CO2 out the other end. Um, the other approach that people have heard a lot of is electrolysis, and that's applying an electric current to water uh, to split it into hydrogen and oxygen. So obviously, in that process, you don't produce any uh, CO2. Uh, the downside is it's very energy intensive to split water apart. So the electricity and energy input to split water you know, is, is quite high. And uh, as a result, the carbon footprint uh, for electrolysis is completely driven by the electricity source. And so it really only makes sense if you have kind of new renewables coming online to power those electrolysis plants for that hydrogen to truly be green and uh, valuable. For Transform, as I mentioned earlier, you know, we're taking in a variety of hydrocarbon streams, whether it's pipeline natural gas or waste, basically be splitting it apart into uh, settling as the carbon containing output and hydrogen. And on site, we're doing that you know, via an electrified process. So we're also not producing any CO2 um, along the way, uh, but we're actually much more energy efficient because it's easier to break carbon hydrogen bonds than the very strong hydrogen oxygen bonds uh, found in water. So as a result, the hydrogen that comes off of a transform plant uh, uses somewhere around a third uh, the energy as an electrolysis plant would use to produce the same hydrogen. What kind of companies, in your opinion, would be able to really utilize your technology? Yeah, so kind of the, the lowest hanging fruit, if you will, would be a company that's using you know both acetylene and hydrogen because um, we could put our plant, you know, co-locate or put our plant adjacent to their operations. Uh, and provide them with you know, two clean inputs uh, to their current operations. Um, kind of in the next tier would be, you know, industrial areas where there's, you know, a user of acetylene and a user of hydrogen, where we can take the outputs, you know, and split them to the two separate end users. Um, but as far as, you know, what they're doing with those materials, um, you know, we're completely flexible. You know, we're just offering those, um, both of those products at the purities that companies are used to working with and receiving uh, just at lower carbon intensities. Um, so the only other factor that you know to consider is the scale. Um, and again, since we have a pretty modular process, um, we can kind of scale up or scale down um, to a customer's requirements. You know, as, as it's a new technology. You know, we won't be first necessarily rolling it out to the largest of kind of mega industrial processes. Uh, so something in, you know, a more intermediate tier is where we've been focused on initially. 
but with a roadmap towards scaling up to those uh, kind of world scale uh, chemical plants, gas processing plant throughputs um, you know, over the next five to eight years. I've done a lot of shows on ESG with a lot of experts, and ESG is, to me, uh, very tricky. But if I one thing that I've learned is how important companies really find to try to look and change and modify, and then, of course, capitalize it, especially if they're a publicly traded company, to address that they are lowering their carbon footprint, they are making changes to be greener. And this sounds like technology that will help them at least move in that path and be able to take advantage of our environmental, social, and governance um, ability to be able to at least acknowledge it to maybe our, their shareholders and or the general public. How important is that to a company, do you think? And have you seen interest coming at it from that end? Yeah, we've definitely received quite a bit of interest um, as companies are trying to you know, achieve uh, sustainability and emission targets you know, that they put forth as a part of their you know, ESG goals. Uh, for us, you know, while the technology can be a bit complex, the you know, ESG and life cycle analysis can be relatively straightforward in that we have two inputs, which is the electricity to power the microwaves and drive the chemistry and a hydrocarbon source. So if we have specific you know, carbon intensity uh, targets to hit as a part of, say, an ESG you know, profile, uh, you know, we can look to tailor that by sourcing you know, cleaner electricity and or um, you know, more renewable hydrocarbons. Um, so we can get uh, you know, a very, very low carbon intensity if we use renewable electricity and renewable natural gas. And then we kind of have a full range of you know, other carbon intensities that we can achieve, again, based on a specific site's um, you know, electricity source, hydrocarbon source, and the desired uh, carbon intensity of the products. Very good. We're going to take a quick break. This will be our last segment when we return. And I want to try to talk about electrification and uh, potentially, if we have time, get into some solutions that you guys have come up with for mining as well to try to work on uh, cleaning up that area as well. If you're listening to an Old Patch Radio Show, we'll be right back. Are you a business owner feeling overwhelmed where to begin your business's online presence? Maybe you've spent thousands of dollars in the past just to be highly disappointed with the results. We understand because we were once you. Since then, we decided to hire the very best experts to help us and you. Let us send you our business profile that will quickly show you your Google business rankings in these five areas. Reputation, ratings online, website, advertising and social media, and search engine optimization. All of these areas really affect how Google ranks your entire listing. So if ranking on page one is your goal, pick up the phone and call us now, 210-240-7188, or simply go to shalemag.com slash business profile. We'll be in contact with you within 24 hours. Once again, pick up the phone and call us now, 210-240-7188, or simply go to shalemag.com. That's S-H-A-L-E-M-A-G.com slash business profile. Start dealing with a company you can trust and always find. Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine provides services like print advertising and digital marketing. 
Our digital advertising services include website, email, radio, video, and social media. Shale also provides specialized web services from website management to search engine optimization and social media management. Visit our website, shalemag.com. Once again, that's shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G.com to learn more. Shale is your one-stop shop for growing your business. Pick up the phone today and call 210-240-7188. Again, 210-240-7188. We're back. You're listening to In the Old Patch Radio Show. My guest today is Dr. Nathan Ashcraft, who is the Chief Technology Officer for Transform Materials. Dr. Ashcraft, I have learned so much from you today, and you, you continue to just help me grow in understanding what you guys are working on. In between the break, you were telling me how other companies could use this technology that your company has developed. Can you talk to me specifically about electrification in cracker plants and some of maybe the companies that have shown interest in trying to move towards this electrification to give them a vision and an idea of the potential for renewing and cleaning up these cracker plants, if you will, or electrifying the cracker plants, if you will? Yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks for the question. Um, so, in a lot of large uh, ethane to ethylene crackers, um, the energy that's input uh, into those processes to d- uh, drive the chemical reactions comes from burning hydrocarbons. That's what generates the heat. And so, there's a big uh, focus on electrifying those processes so that you're not, you know, producing CO2 on site as a part of the process. One of the implications of that. The chemistry is still the same. And so what comes out of the plant is a lot of the desired product, but also a lot of leftover hydrocarbons. Once that cracker is now electrified, there isn't a need to take those leftover hydrocarbons and burn them for heat to help drive the reaction. So there's a big question of what a a large chemical plant do with those leftover hydrocarbons. And in particular, you know, what's something they can do that's fits in with the sustainability uh, approach and and transition uh, that they're doing with these electrified crackers. And so we offer, you know, we think is one of the best options of taking these streams, which may have a wide variety of components in them. Uh, We can take them all as long as they're in the gas phase, and we can turn them into two clean products, acetylene and hydrogen. If they have an immediate use for those, great. And if not, especially on the acetylene side, we can work to find um, uh, a use for those, uh, whether it's in their existing kind of chemical portfolio or as a additional kind of added value stream. Very good. Wow, this is interesting. Let's switch gears and and give us some, give me an idea. We were talking also about how, you know, what you have developed is also addressing potential mining. Um, And when we think about mining, obviously there's a lot of, areas that could use modernization, electrification, cleanup, decarbonization. Can you give us an idea of what what that would look like for a mining company to utilize and invest in your company and try to go greener? And what would that look like? How would they utilize your, your company? Yeah, so I think the the best case, you know, for us to interact with the mining industry would be for cases where there are uh, stranded waste hydrocarbons uh, that are, you know, generated or released as a part of the mining operation. Uh, you know, so in that case, yeah, we would be able to take those hydrocarbons in, convert them into you know, hydrogen and acetylene. 
probably a particularly attractive case would be if uh, such company is also looking at you know converting any of their uh, heavy equipment on site you know to run on hydrogen fuel cells. Uh, we could get the hydrogen you know right back to them to you know run their trucks and, and other uh, large equipment. And then on the acetylene side, uh, you know, we would just find them an off taker for that. Again, likely converting it into you know another value added product um, to be taken off site. Well, Dr. Ashcraft, I just want to thank you for coming on the show, talking to us about what you guys have been working on. Congratulations with your latest announcement. I look forward to continuing to see what you guys are going to be working on. And please feel free to continue to let us know. You guys make another great announcement with another country or another potential company. We'd love to hear about it and bring you back on the show. All right. Thanks, Kim. It was a pleasure to spend some time with you and, and your audience and uh, really enjoyed the discussion. So thanks a lot. In the Oil Patch is where together we explore topics that affect us all in oil, gas, business, and in your community. Every week, your host, Kim Bellotto, will visit with the movers and shakers in this fast-paced industry. You'll hear from industry experts, elected officials, and many more right here on In the Oil Patch. In the oil and gas industries, you don't just need a workers' comp provider. You need a workers' comp provider who understands your business. That's Texas Mutual Insurance Company. At Texas Mutual, they've created the Texas Oil and Gas Association Safety Group exclusively for businesses involved with exploration and production. That means you'll have access to information and safety resources that fit the way you work. But the advantages don't stop there. As a safety group member, you'll receive a premium discount on your workers' comp. Plus, you can qualify for double dividends. You heard that right. Members can earn an additional dividend on top of the one you receive as a policyholder. It's all part of Texas Mutual's commitment to working as a partner with the businesses that keep our state running. Texas Mutual and the Texas Oil and Gas Association, two great organizations that are even better together. To see if you qualify to become a safety group member, go to TexasMutual.com TXOGA. Attention small and medium-sized business owners. Are you feeling overwhelmed with back office tasks like payroll, workers' compensation, federal regulations, safety laws, employment standards, and benefits? Don't worry. Unique HR has your back. For over 30 years, our team of qualified professionals has been providing people-centered solutions to help businesses like yours navigate the heavy burden of running a business and managing their workforce. We're the PEO with a pulse, and we are just a phone call away. Call us today at 361-852-6392. Unique HR, the partner you can trust. Hey, when you're in business, you have to make a lot of tough choices. So let's talk about an easy one, your workers' comp coverage. If you're a propane or butane dealer or operator, you need to join the Lone Star Energy Safety Group through Texas Mutual Insurance Company. As a member, you'll automatically get a discount on your premium, plus you can earn double dividends that will go straight into your pocket. It's the easiest decision you'll ever make. Find out more at TexasMutual.com slash Lone Star Energy. Are you a business owner feeling overwhelmed where to begin your business's online presence? Maybe you've spent thousands of dollars in the past just to be highly disappointed with the results. We understand because we were once you. Since then, we decided to hire the very best experts to help us and you. Let us send you our business profile that will quickly show you your Google business rankings in these five areas. Reputation, ratings online, website, 
advertising and social media, and search engine optimization. All of these areas really affect how Google ranks your entire listing. So if ranking on page one is your goal, pick up the phone and call us now, 210-240-7188, or simply go to shalemag.com slash business profile. We'll be in contact with you within 24 hours. Once again, pick up the phone and call us now, 210-240-7188, or simply go to shalemag.com. That's S-H-A-L-E-M-A-G.com slash business profile. Start dealing with a company you can trust and always find. Farmers and ranchers are the hardest working people on earth and deserve a side-by-side vehicle that works just as hard. That's why Yamaha makes the Viking an all-new Viking 6, the world's first true three- and six-person UTVs assembled in America. Ranked number one in drivetrain durability, Viking outworks and outclasses the competition in features, comfort, and off-road capability. For more, visit YamahaViking.com. Most dependable claim based on a 2013 Yamaha Source side-by-side owner study. Remember this name, Oilfield Experts, to locate any part, any time for your automotive or oilfield equipment needs. Oilfield Experts' specialty is those hard-to-find oilfield parts for your fleet maintenance needs, and we've been providing those parts and accessories to keep your tools turning since 1965. From the auto repair shop to the pump jack, call us for the right part right now. Write down this number, Oilfield Experts, 210-471-1923. Again, that's 210-471-1923. And visit us on the web at theoilfieldexperts.com. <laughs> 